Hey, everybody. It's Jay. Uh, I know this episode is coming out on the 23rd of February, 2023, um, but uh, it was recorded on November 27th of 2022. Uh, We will be back with a new episode next week that was recorded the 15th of February, 2023. At some point, we will play catch up a little bit, uh, but please enjoy this episode. My friends, my family, my associates. I'm sorry. To the Dan and Jay. Oh, God. Comedy. Mm, it's good. Our podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Were we, I, I didn't know we were starting. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing for me. For you, for the cat that's on your in your on your belly right now. Look at well, that cat. I only do one take, so we're done. That's fine. I know. You are known as a one take wonder. Not because I you get a, it in one take. But because everyone wonders why I only do one only take. Do one. <laughs> it's a one take wonder. Every take everything he's ever done has been <laughs> shit. But he's quick and we're always under budget. Consistently <laughs> under budget. And you can tell. <laughs> Uh, yes, Dan I have a, a big cat. fatty Skeeter in my arm. Oh my god! Now, when Skeeter was sick, like she wasn't ga- she was losing weight, right, and couldn't gain she weight. She lost weight for a while. Uh, when she first started injections, she was at three and a half pounds. Uh huh. At the end of it, she was up to seven and a half pounds, oh and now god. she is ten and a half ten pounds. And a half. That's good. That's about the weight we have to get Daisy down to. She might be close, not close, but like, cause she. I mean, she definitely like after the after the shots, she definitely got a growth spurt. Mm -hmm. We thought she was gonna be a forever kitten, but now she's normal size. When we so we recently took in Daisy to the vet because she was peeing too much, drinking way too much water, and we're Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's probably diabetes. Gave her the. I don't think. I don't know if we discussed this, but we or we also gave her like we got did that fucking pretty litter. Um, mm-hmm. which only told us that her pee was alkaline and which can be a number of things. We're like, oh, yeah. it could be a UTI or whatever. So we brought her in and, uh, you and I've talked about this, but, uh, just for the sake of the podcast, I won't call out my local vet just because I'm sure people depend on them and things happen. Um, but let's just say, don't get your vet too busy because we brought her in. They did a blood test, a urine test, and they both showed that everything was high uh, her sh- blood sugar level, which can, which is going to happen when you should. She was screaming bloody murder. So her, when your stress levels up, your blood sugar levels up. Yeah. We brought her in for a second appointment where they're like shave a little patch, taught us how to inject her with insulin, and then said do four units a day. When we uh, told uh, a friend of ours who is a vet tech, former vet tech, she's like that could have been bad, which was code for you could have killed your cat, which is like. Uh, 
which is why yeah, I was like, you don't like, want to be injecting with insulin if you didn't no. need insulin. That totally uh-huh. that'll do the opposite to the blood sugar level. Well, and when we spoke to the vet, she recommended, who's a weird dude but very nice, uh, Doctor Mark is what, what we call him. He uh, huh, he was he recommends like a unit a day, so a fourth of what they recommended. Uh huh. And he was also like, yeah, that could have been very bad. So, like, we both, the night we were supposed to do it, I was just like, this feels wrong. Not just because I don't want to inject my cat, but I'm like, something feels off. Uh, And, uh, yeah, good thing we checked because, yeah, she's probably a food diabetic because she's gotten a lot better over the last couple weeks from just eating diabetic food. Like, energy levels better, less crazy urination, a little more than normal, but, like, way less Mm -hmm. than it was. And uh, she's eating all her food. She doesn't throw up even as much as she used to because that cat throws up all the time because she's a monster and eats Uh food way too fast. She's lost maybe close to a pound, I'm guessing. She might be around a pound that she's lost already. So, you know, got to get her down to about 10 pounds, about Skeeter size. Look at that cat. Although Skeeter looks like she might be like, like have a big-ish body, like not like maybe a bigger frame than Daisy because Daisy's kind of small. Skeeter looks like she's like well, a, she's an orange cat like Goob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's actually started raccoon running like he did too. So. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's oh, thick. She's like dense. Yeah. Like Lamp was like just solid. Mm-hmm. Daisy's she does just have love that. handles though. She's got these little. You probably can't see it that well on uh-huh. camera, but she's got these little, little fatty little pouches oh, right yeah. here on her hips. She's yeah. got love handles. Daisy's got those. I don't know where she is, but she's got those too. Yep. I've never had Very a cat familiar. with love handles before. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. Normally you get, well, Daisy also has this, but the giant flappy waddle on the bottom of her belly. Primordial patch. Uh-huh. Is that what that's called? But yeah. The prim- primordial pouch is actually not even necessarily indicative of weight. Interesting. That's, a, that's just a natural. It's apparently, they suspect it's there for when they get into fights. Mm-hmm. If they get scratched there. Because there's all that hang-me-down skin, it doesn't puncture organs. Oh, that's weird. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So it's that's very, very common huh? on cats. That's so weird. I did not know that at all. That's kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, what's new with you, Dan? What's going on in Dan Town? Hmm? Uh, we did um, some big work stuff is done. I think it's going to be... I mean, it's always going to be busy, but I think it's sure. going to be a different kind of busy, which is always a plus. Mm-hmm. Just had our turkey day, which was probably one of the smaller turkey days we've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, just It was just us and Shannon, mm-hmm. as opposed to like every one of our friends. Yeah. So this is actually the first time since we've moved to Idaho that we did Thanksgiving at our house. Oh, okay. Usually, like even like if... Bernie's not here. We usually go to her house. Right. I guess she's got like a full kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I think, and last year we went to McCall. Mm-hmm. But like the year before that, we had, I think, like nine or 10 people. Mm-hmm. You know, misfit toys kind of thing. Sure. Um, but not this year. They all no. had places to be. Wow. Wait, um, was Christy not there or was Christy there? Oh, Christy's Christy. here. Oh, okay. I just, when I say all of us, I mean the household. That's fair. All of us plus Shannon. Yeah. So okay. like five people as opposed to the typical 10 or more. Okay. Remember that one Thanksgiving when uh, Aries family visited and then all of our friends came over for Thanksgiving oh, and we wow. had like 13 to 15 people in the house? I had forgotten that. And but, we yeah. made Thanksgiving in that tiny fucking L.A. kitchen <laughs> with like no counter space. Wow. Yeah, I'd forgotten that. That's fucking and crazy. I yelled at Bernie for putting my turkey in the oven. <laughs> Why? I was what? like, you go sit down and watch TV. <laughs> 
<laughs> Ever since then, I've been in charge of the turkey because I did a good job. Was that? Was that she when was I... watching? She was watching Quantum Leap. That's probably when I would have met Bernie. Maybe. Pro- probably. I think that might have been one of the first times she came out to visit. Because Bernie was out. Was Jim out at the same time? Yeah, it was Bernie, Jim, the whole family. And we got Indian food, and it was either mm. the first Indian food I liked, or it was very shortly after I discovered that Indian food was a good thing because I was um, a plebe. Um, I think I think I had the same thing. Ari had to teach me to like Indian food. Yeah, and now I love it. And we've mm-hmm. got some great fucking Indian places here. That's good. We've got one or two here that aren't bad. L.A. Obviously, you had your fucking pick, but mm-hmm. here you've only got the one or the two. Um, What's your We've drink got a sponsor? surprising amount of them. I think because we are mm-hmm. kind of a refugee city. Oh yeah, that's that makes sense. Um, right. I'm drinking water right now because I basically drank an entire bottle of Sutter Home Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. For D and D. That's a lot. Yeah, you should probably <coughs> chill chill out for a bit. I'm having apple cider with vodka in it. Ooh. So yeah, I can't drink. I think I've talked about this before. I can't drink hard cider. Uh huh. That shit makes me. I can't angry. drink cider. Really? It there's something about it that just I think it was I think it's the sweet like the sweetness of it makes mm-hmm. me want to vomit. I am shocked. You like I know, things. it's like I feel like it's 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 a uh, uh it's blasphemy mm-hmm. to be where we're from and not like side like like Well, also cider. just cuz you like sweet shit. I know you. I do. It's a it's 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 a very specific like aspect of the apple flavor with that level of sweetness. It just okay too much it always it's always grossed me out wait so more so than apple juice oh yeah that's weird i can't drink a lot of apple juice but there's mm-hmm. something about the the fermenting of the cider yeah. that just has a certain aftertaste that just grosses me out that's interesting yeah it's I, like a reflex it's like a it's just like it's a gag reflex almost when i drink it like I'm, i've always had to suppress it because it's just blasphemy where we're from sure like just you have to enjoy cider mm-hmm can you drink hard cider? Have you had mm. hard? No, I don't okay. like it. All right, mm. same it's issue. A, yeah, I don't. I don't. No, I don't like it. Yeah, because Ari does generally like cider, hard cider. Mm-hmm. So we buy but, it for her. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, so all right, so I have. Uh, here's the thing we're doing this week. This is the it's not a sketch. It is something mm-hmm. that we released, but neither of us have ever listened to, including me, who technically edited it. So, episode 137 of this podcast, and I sent you the document of this, so mm-hmm. you'll, you'll, go, you'll go to uh, 401, because uh, the introduction is my actual physical introduction. And, uh, but, episode 137, entitled Unlistenable with One Man Dan, I took, if you recall, we have two episodes where people forgot to record their side of things, and we yes. didn't have Zoom, we didn't have a way to record, we di- I didn't... S- to have a backup of anything, which was, you know, also my bad. So I took your and my half of those two episodes and just slapped them on top of each other because I needed to release something that week. And I put a warning at the beginning that this is unlistenable. I don't know why I did this. I just wanted it out there. So this exists with us talking over each other, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we're not going to be listening to a clip of it. I uploaded it to otter.ai, which is what I've been using uh, to transcribe some interviews I've been doing of late. And I wanted to see if it could make any sense of it. And it is usually, I would say, 90 to 95% accurate, sometimes more than that, but usually 90 to 95% accurate. But this is what an AI 
thinks you and I were saying as we talked over one another. I'm looking through okay. it, and it doesn't always it's not always smart about who's talking even if you tell this is the name uh this mm-hmm. is the voice that you're hearing it's sometimes if it hears a little bit of overlap it doesn't it doesn't delineate like who just said oh yeah which i do a lot you know i'm always interjecting <laughs> yeah. like yeah. that and uh but so i i don't know how long we want to read from this i don't know how entertaining if at all it will be but i that is what i sent you the link to the transcription for episode 137 I won't say we've run out of ideas. I will just say I think it's an interesting concept. I have transcribed now all the first 200 episodes, but I, you do have to kind of go through with a fine tooth comb to make sure, and I'm not doing that anytime soon. But this is this is it. So I would say starting at 401, you'll see that it does conveniently timestamp it. It does. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Fornia, Florida. Jay's coming are with host Jason Calm and musical guests of Eddie Vedder. And here's your host, Jason Blum, and special guest star Mitchell Carosa. Now the oh sorry I got that wrong, I hadn't been wrong. Mitchell Carosi. Thank you. Hi, my show Mike Good. So so introduce yourself. Tell us a little <laughs> tell us a little about a little bit about yourself, how you know you know me, etc. That's exactly right. I think it was my phone, but when he usually takes care of Binder, yeah, that's exactly right. It's part of our, you'll learn our format soon enough, but honestly, it's no different than any other episode. So yes, we rode the bus together every morning. We wanted to be honest. So so when Dan, Dan left me, you know, hurtfully, yes, exactly. I'm best friends feelings. Which I did on purpose. Right. Mm, 100% at 34, I'm... Finally, finally ready to move on. Over it. So, yeah. So you moved to Oneonta and... Yeah, yeah. No, no, no buyers. No buyer's remorse? No, we shouldn't study study all that for so many good. We're going to write the comic. I was going to draw the comic, My Drink You. I think you have the artwork. It's the guy with the scuba suit. There might, it might actually be right there in a bag that Jay has. Let's see. We're going to find it. I didn't use it. When we went through, there's a whole episode Mike called The Bag, and where I went back home and I met up with Dan's deaf brother, and I packed up this bag that he's had for seven or eight years that has all of our original stuff, like all of our original art going back to 92, 93. And so, oh, sorry, 9,293. And so, yeah, we spent an entire hour and a half reminiscing about this dumb shit that no one else can see. It was fantastic. And one of them was the guy. Say, I remember you mentioning it. But for some reason, I'm again. I don't remember you mentioning Mike's name, so that just maybe maybe he was trying to push you out of it. Mike, what do you know? I mentioned I discussed the study hall thing and everything. I think we even had a discussion of how I was, you know, leaving you for him at that point. Okay. That makes sense. You did. It was a whole thing. It's all in our biography. By the way is... That I've got this new microphone and I'm wasting it on clanking plastic around. It picks up so well. It sounds like 100%. It's 5.1 just from the one before it gets a really good microphone. But I like is that uh, has going once specifically just recording your bass channel. All I can say is don't even know my sister happy when he makes me. Cheers, Eddie. Moonshadow on Black Mighty in a Notebook. I th- I think we've I think we've done enough. <laughs> <laughs> that I think is where it finally starts to overlap. It's interesting. I, I haven't listened to it. Now it sounds like I'm actually still reading it because I'm just I'm interrupting myself. Uh, yeah, that's episode 137, which I guarantee for the few people who listen to this, no one has listened to that. I'm almost certain no one has gotten more than two minutes in. How could you? <laughs> How could you listen to 
us overlapping ourselves. I guarantee there's some people in like prisoner detainee camps who oh, have sure. heard the whole thing. Oh, do you think we have big prison fan base that we're not aware of? I think we have a big tortures fan base. We're oh, not aware of. yeah. So we are used in place of like when they can't get the rights to Van Halen song. Exactly. Because, you know, they pay the rights when they torture people. Big, like Van Halen. That's how Every Ed, time Eddie they Van play Halen, it, yep. <laughs> Eddie Van Halen's royalties are all from torture. Uh, mm-hmm. And same with David Lee Roth, because they just won't stop playing Panama when they when they uh, try and get uh, the guy out of that place that they did that with. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, cat? Mm. I'm not a cat. I'm your co-host. Was that confusing to you? No. Okay. He was just climbing on things. Oh, okay. Because she's locked in here. Dan, can you remember what it... Nope, never mind. <laughs> just... Disregard. I'm guessing you can't. So... I cannot. I absolutely can't. And I don't even know how I could begin to ask you the question I wanted to ask you. It made no sense. Uh, should we... Well, do you remember doing that, Dan? <laughs> Yeah, that was the that was the episode we recorded with Mike Karasi. Mm-hmm. And with uh with Eddie, who I guess yes. at this point I won't say who, who Eddie is, but Eddie's a friend. Yeah. Eddie's a friend of the family well, he's mm-hmm. a family member now. I can say that yeah. much. Well, that gives so much away. You, um, yeah, you nailed it. Should try and get Eddie back. I think Eddie Eddie's very funny. Eddie doesn't think he's funny, but he's very funny. I think it would be a it would be a good time have him back on and actually mm-hmm. have him record himself. That'd be great. That'd be great. Or at least have some level of recording involved. Yes, right. I can I can do backups. I'm doing a backup now. That's that helps, right? Mm-hmm. 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 That's good. It's definitely saved my ass. Yeah. Yeah. Like when we were recording We were recording I think it was our last yeah, it was our last fistful of dice. Not the not the mm-hmm. one I'm about to release, but the one before it. Mm-hmm. Uh my my laptop just randomly blue screened and rebooted jesus christ had never done that before oh my god but we record through discord and there's a bot you can uh invite Mm -hmm. that will record the conversations at the discord side so it still records each person individually that's nice okay i was wondering how it did Um, and then and then it just gives you a link to download the audio files and it Mm -hmm. auto syncs them and everything oh that's so i use i use them to sync up the audio Mm-hmm. When I have all good audio, mm-hmm. but if any uh, anyone's audio gets messed up in any way, I can, like I've had it where just someone's audio was like got really hot at one point, or for some reason their microphone cut out, mm-hmm. so I can just take that piece and just move it into live audio. And that's boom, pretty smart. Go. That's pretty good. That's pretty great. I like that. Yep. And then on top of that, that bot has a backup bot mm-hmm. because for a while that bot was not working right. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Discord kept changing their APIs. Okay. And so they had another bot that recorded a different way mm-hmm. that you could also invite as a backup to the backup. So That's if that one messes up, you still have that recording. Oh, um, yes. we haven't recorded since the tadpoles, I don't think. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Tell me about your tadpoles. We have like 70 tadpoles. Jesus Christ. They had more. Uh-huh. Um, we've had these three... Firebelly toads for five years. Mm-hmm. We, you've heard them chirping in the background. Yeah. Making their horny sounds, but nothing's <laughs> come of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Dumb. one day, um, we're just using Caden's microscope, and he wanted to go get some water out of the frog tank because it always has cool stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And he comes running into the living room, and he's like, there's tadpoles in the tank. And I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> like, no, there's not. And I come in there, and sure as fuck, there's this dozens of tadpoles in the tank oh my god 
And we're like, what the heck? Why all of a sudden? Like, did we just do something just right in the environment that all of a sudden uh-huh. triggered that off? Do some research. Turns out that the that firebelly toads reach sexual maturity at five years old. Oh my god! Wow, that's but insane. we're still doing something right mm-hmm. because Aerie's been trying to just figure out what the fuck to do. So she's been going on all these different chats and forums and mm-hmm. shit to figure out what to uh, what to. And people asking her what she did because they've been trying to breed their firebelly toads and it's just not working. Oh, okay. So you and she's like, I don't know, put them in a tank and leave them alone? Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They'll just do it, I guess. That's fascinating. So sexual maturity at five. So Jordan Peterson must own a lot of these, right? I'm sure he's he's into those. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, it seems about his his his, his group. Um, what do you do with 70 tadpoles, Dan? Find people to buy them. Okay. She shipped some to one guy. Okay. She shipped 16 uh-huh. Um, he received them and said they were all dead. Oh, no. But two of them came back. Came back. Oh, wow. How do you ship um, them safely? What do you put them in? It's a you... challenge. That's that's the challenge. Um, some One of the things Ari found said to ship them in like those little like kind of like ketchup containers. Just okay. filled it up with water. Okay. But that did not work. Um, but then uh, we found out that there's actually bags you can buy uh-huh. that are that are air permeable but not water permeable oh wow okay so you can ship them in that that's interesting so we should get them next week and okay. then we're going to try again she's <laughs> got a couple different groups of people that want some mm-hmm. um, tadpoles she's also bringing some into the library and mm-hmm. set up a little like life stages of a frog oh wow display okay um, so fun. kids can watch the tadpoles grow into frogs. She wants to keep a couple because mm-hmm. she's always wanted tadpoles and grow them into frogs. We tried that one that we got for the science thing, and mm-hmm. it was so stupid it literally couldn't figure out how to feed itself. Oh, no. It, there was literally food there. Uh-huh. It didn't. It was doing this with its hands and just not putting any food in its mouth. It was stupid, and it died of starvation. Oh, no. With tons of food around it. Oh, no. What do you do there? Yeah, right, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was just stupid. It was a stupid, <laughs> stupid frog. Probably inbred. It was one of those ones that you get sure. for, like, the science thing. Mm-hmm. You buy the tank, and they ship you the frog for, like, five bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't that, buy those. Don't buy, any, don't buy it from the African tree frog people. That's why the royals need people to do everything for them, including exactly. feed them. They're this was inbred. basically Prince Charles the Frog. <laughs> King Charles, thank you very much. Hi, ho. King Charles the Frog here. I can't feed myself. Look, look, look. <laughs> Poor Kermit. Uh, like, that's... it's even less, supposedly, theoretically, that uh-huh. should have been less work of a frog than these yeah. firebelly toads, which we bought yeah. these firebelly toads because Eric felt so bad about killing that African frog, yeah. water frog, because yeah. it was a it was an aquatic frog. Okay. Okay. So it's a water living thing that breathes air. So as long as okay. there's water and air and food, theoretically, that's all you need for it to survive. Sure. Sure. Theoretically. But. And it just failed at that. Wow. Utterly wow. failed at that. Huh. Yeah. That's. And you said she received it by mail. That's so. So, so just it had some holes in it or something. 
something. Like yeah. something. Yeah, they ship you, you they ship you a tadpole and you put okay. it in the thing and the, the okay. whole point of it is it's like one of those science things that you get to yeah. watch how a tadpole turns to a frog. Sure. And then you get a pet frog when you're done. Yeah, why not? So you did science and now you have a pet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That lives for like a week because it doesn't know how to feed itself once it gets arms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is what you're describing is what conservatives insist uh, left-leaning people want to do with fetuses. I think I'm, there's probably <laughs> a theory out there somewhere, like a conspiracy theory, that to which Joe Rogan has said, oh, that's really interesting, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. where, you know, liberals, <laughs> liberals want to go, and they're just, they're out there, and they're getting their fetuses, and they're just putting them in fish tanks and just giving them food. That's what they want to do. They want you to abort in the fourth trimester and just put them in tanks. And God damn it, they're making the frogs gay. This is the first time it's actually been related to frogs. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's absolutely true. Uh, if you guys haven't followed our show, every once in a while, Alex Jones just pops in. We don't acknowledge him. He just pops in and leaves. But always, always with the gay frogs. Always with the gay frogs. <sighs> Thou dost protest too much, Alex Jones. So one point one point five billion dollars. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I know. <laughs> and he's been caught trying to move the money around. So we yep. can't pay him. I mean, I'm not shocked. I, I was immediately expecting, well, you know, I can't pay that. It's like, yeah, you know that they will levy your, your bank accounts and wages for the rest of your life. You know that that's how that'll work, dumb, dumb, yeah. dumb, right? Like, <sighs> also, you probably do have the money. You probably have that money sitting around. Well, one of the things that was perjury was that huh? how much he claimed freaking Infowars made. Mm -hmm. They were able because they because his his legal team <laughs> passed the prosecution's legal team his entire phone's contents without redaction. <laughs> they were able to find texts and information about how much Infowars made and prove that he perjured himself. <laughs> also, on top of that, the July 6th committee was able to get contents from that phone that contained unrelated information to July January 6th because they didn't remove that from the phone. Oh, Even though it was unrelated to the case, once it's entered in once it's entered in, it becomes mm -hmm. part of the record and can be used in other cases. It's <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever heard. Just like the freaking freaking child porn they found on it. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh that's cool. I'm waiting to see where that goes. Yeah, right. Like that's the one thing that like understandably has gone by the wayside except for obviously it does need to be addressed. Like let's deal with the matter. Someone's at hand, making a case already, I guarantee it. They're working sure. through that shit. Just got to you got to be 100% on those, those types you know, of things. <laughs> I got to tell you, the only reason I've been so patient on the Trump shit and on this other shit is because of what we've learned with Mike. Like, it's taken this yeah. long because I still think they're trying to build a case. Um, so it's like, I, I I stay patient. It's it's obviously like it itches at me all the time. All of these yeah, things. Yeah, all the like, time. All can the time. we fix this, please? Can we figure out what's actually happening and do what needs to be done here? And uh, yeah, but it's... Taught me patience. I guess that's the word for it. But stressed out patience. Not excited <laughs> about it. Not boner time, I would definitely say. The opposite, mm -hmm. I would say. I believe um, that is the uh, the, uh, the the term. The, le yeah. the medical term is uh -huh. not boner not, time anxiety. Not boner. Exactly. Go, go away, watch. Uh, I Okay, so I was going to – I have an Amazon I want us to look at. Courtesy okay. of somebody else's Twitter. 
But first, I realized I need to share with you my screen. Okay. And I need to ask you... Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I need to know if you've heard of this before and then ask you how and why. How and why, Dan, does this exist? Uh, I don't know if it's sharing yet. Okay. Oh, there we go. Are you seeing my, are you seeing my Chrome at all? Are you it's seeing... saying that you started screen sharing. But is it black? Oh, I know why. I... Is it yeah, all black? I don't, I don't see anything. I think there's a DRM on the. Oh, oh, I think it started to show really quickly. Uh, damn it. How do I show you this? I need to, I need to, oh, you know what? Well, I'm dumb. Why don't I just send you the link <laughs> it is. to this? All right. So just click on that link. Just uh, I, anyone, I, if you release the video episode, it's like to be them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Yes. Streaming. Did you, oh, did you, you know that this service, this streaming service, Dan, tell There's people what it is. QVC <laughs> Home Shopping Network streaming service, but, but not for no, QVC, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, yes, they have some of that stuff. Sure, sure. But they have freaking original holiday <laughs> movies from QVC Plus. Holly and the Hot Chocolate, a QVC Plus holiday movie. Mm-hmm. Now, there are people, I'm, I'm going to say, like, this is the first time in my life where I've, I've legitimately thought I might have discovered something that deserves a reaction video at some point. Like, I, I may have to sit and watch through Holly and the Hot Chocolate. A QVC Plus original holiday movie. Just you know, I I need to look this up on IMDb because I have don't to know give them your email to see it. Okay, that's fine. I'm happy to give them one of my hundred so or so emails. So Holly and the Hot Chocolate. I'm gonna look this up on IMDb. Who I'm now is in. in it? Okay. Aha, oh, oh, Dan's joined. Dan is it? So <laughs> it is one hour long. Oh, <laughs> not a not a full <laughs> hour and a half. It's not like a full. Technically, movie. that is a feature. However, yes. <laughs> Technically, anything over 45 minutes. Guys, if you want to become a really cheap filmmaker, just make your movies 46 minutes long, and, uh, and um, you'll be good to go. Who is in this? Okay, I, QVC Plus. Bloop, 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 bloop. Okay, uh, that thing moved over. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. um, neighborhood, I guess it's a production company. Okay. Okay. Opens up on a sleepy little town, <laughs> putting on some deer. Oh, uh -huh. it froze on me. Oh, no. <laughs> we shouldn't be surprised. Uh, countries, Canada. Yeah, no Weber? Shit. Tell me that wasn't Steve Weber. No, it's like uh, if someone bought a QVC Stephen Weber. <laughs> <laughs> that looks almost like Mike Judge and Stephen Weber had a baby. That is a that's a weird baby. Welcome to the city of Pine Falls. <laughs> Population QVC. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wait, uh, I'm sorry. Classically just... handsome man. Did you say population QVC or is that you combined? That's what I said. Different... Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everybody, hi. It's Jason. This week's episode of Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour is brought to you by LaveCuts.com. If you're a band, a songwriter, a comedian, a spoken word artist, just some weirdo who needs a vinyl record but doesn't want to wait a year or to have to order a thousand or more copies, the place for you is LaveCuts.com. That's L-A-T-H-E-C-U-T-S dot com. They do short-run records in quantities as low as 20, which is insane, and they can turn them around in four to six weeks or less. More insane. If you mention Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, you will get a 10% overrun for free. Incredibly generous of them, especially considering, again, that they can do such limited quantities for you. They can turn them around so fast. Uh, they're also the people uh, responsible for uh, helping us, not just helping us, they really, they're the ones who created the smallest comedy record in history with us, uh, which you might remember from a few years back. They created a custom record, an inch and a half in diameter. They created uh, a custom plinth to play it on. 
it's it's a world record and it's it was one of the greatest experiences ever we're working with them on another project right now so go to lathecuts.com that's l-a-t-h-e-c-u-t-s.com mention dan and jay's comedy hour the podcast and you'll get a 10 percent overrun for free Here we go. Let's go to the end here. We'll find uh-huh. out who uh, the actors are. Oh, it ends happy, apparently. Sorry I'm trying to, to pull it up that. on IMDb, but IMDb is killing me right now. I don't know okay. why. Um, you know it's a good sign when the directors and production manager are first in the credits. Mm, and then mm-hmm, cast. Mm-hmm. Rudy is played by Ryan Farrell. Or sure. Farrell. I'm not sure. sure. Holly is Hannah Gaffney. Uh-huh. Stephanie's played by Olivia Gropp. Uh-huh. Got Mayor Steve, Steve Gerben. Uh-huh. Deb is played by Al Scherer. Uh-huh. Or Shearer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daryl is played by Ronald Braxton. We got David played by David Venable. Tommy's mm-hmm. played by Tommy Pope. Mariel's played by Jenna Pinchbeck. Cheryl's played by Cheryl Darsham. Uh, Ronnie's played by Carl Leash. Dale's played by Chad Schultz. Martha Marcus is played by Joy Dozier. Mm-hmm. Nora's played by Amber Johncola. Uh-huh. Uh, we got a Rachel Keefe, John McKeever, Carol Raffa. Sure. John so, McKeever. You know, all the, 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 yeah. the usual stable of QVC oh. stars. <laughs> and the QVC players. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know any so of those see. names. The main, the main actor, let's see if you can IMDb the main. Uh-huh. I'm guessing the first two. Oh, God, I hate that ending was horrible. I don't know what he said, but it hurt. Uh-huh. Uh, so Ryan Farrell or Farrell, F-A-R-R-E-L. Man, I keep hoping one of these days it's going to be somebody I know that's in one of these pieces of shit. Somebody who I can at least be like, hey, why was I not in this with you? I'm just wondering if these are QVC people, though. Mm-hmm. Like actual people that like Let's say like, see. you know, buy this watch for. Right. No, he's actor, got, model, I mean, voiceover artist. He's got a lengthy. He did. A, he was on several episodes of Inside Amy Schumer and Jessica Jones. So he. He's not technically in the MCU because I don't think they've okay, admitted let's that. Okay, see. What did yet. Hannah L. Gaffney do? She sure. was in Knock that at the n- Cabin, directed by M. Shyamalan. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, right. Herring's Episode 302 on the IFT mm-hmm. Network. Sure. Murder Nation, Sins at the Synagogue, Reenactment, Hulu. Uh, feature film of Crimson Shadows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, short film Hunter. Music video Tethered by uh, for Arch Matthews. Mm, sure. Uh, upstaged by Murder. Mm. Uh, it was a sizzle reel. Sure. Um, let's see. She's instructor at the American Red Cross. Oh, well. Let's see, what's she done voiceover for? Um, a PSA, Endo Aesthetics, Really Cellulite. She's okay. a PSA host. Okay. Uh, she was a host for Google. Sure. Sure. Host for uh, Vizon Tonnage Charterer, a news anchor for, uh, char- I'm guessing, oh, like for a fake Carl's Jr. Hardy's commercial, like fake news anchor okay. thing. Sure, sure. She's modeled for PSENG, Farouk Chai Hair, and Oloroso Restaurant. So, you know, mm-hmm. all the all the big sure. names. Yes, exactly, exactly. Boy, I don't, the guy, the writer and director are the same person. He, he, he's in the film somewhere. This guy. This... She's got pretty. Ni- she's got a pretty nice website. I'm gonna guess it's probably a Squarespace. That's my guess. All right. She's done a lot of uh, theater, mm-hmm. and that's not shocking. You're right. Um, a lot of these folks tend to come out of that. Mm-hmm. Are these all Canadians? I'm just wondering because it was definitely um, shot in could Canada. Could be. Well, no. This. Well, I mean, maybe it's where. She- it doesn't really say her early life, but she did theater in Philadelphia. Okay. All right. 
I living so close to Canada now, I like my goal is becoming ever closer. Like I, I very much want to be in, I mean, I, I'll be in anything, but I would like to be in a Christmas movie. Like it is, it is my dream to be in a Christmas okay, movie. So Holly and the Hot Chocolate is literally yes. its debut. It is debut, their, their first. Uh, a movie. If I am nice enough to this writer director, do you think I can be in the sequel or in another of his QVC holiday films? Should that come around? What are our thoughts? I think, I think I could make it happen. I think you should try to make it happen. I think so too. I think that should be my goal. As a very small, she was a nominee host. for outstanding leading performance in a musical. Oh well, look at that, uh, Oliver. Hmm. Did she play the title role? That's the question. Was it's a leading performance, young? so. I'm, oh yeah. Okay. And I did see, I did see a picture where uh, she they made her look boyish, so potentially. Um, okay. Let me see. All right. Let's pop back to this gallery here. Um. So I don't know. That's definitely that's definitely not a, unless it's a reimagining of Oliver because she's uh-huh. looking at a smartphone or wallet. <laughs> so instead, here she's somehow taking people's Bitcoin. Well, William H. Taft phones? Elementary oh, yeah. School. What mu- What show did William H. Taft Elementary mm-hmm. School? Oh, is that? Ooh. That's definitely she's in a, a rendition of Spam a lot. She played the Lady of the Lake at their residential okay. theater. Oh, that's fun. So QVC. Okay, so the other option here, Dan, we have two options. One is I okay. try and get myself in this in this guy's pocket and be in the next one of these. I I'm going to shoot for that as as I'm going to try it anyway, right? Plan uh, Okay. No, by the way, nobody who's listening to this blow up my spot. Okay, I'm going to be nice about it. I'm not going to blow any smoke up the guy's ass, but I will make it clear that I want to be in one of his movies. Um, I'll have to watch Holly and the Hot Chocolate first. I'll I'll do. Yeah, that. you got you got to get you got to get the, the their repertoire underneath. I may have to make a reaction. The video entire out of QVC it. movie catalog. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, there so is an app, mm-hmm. just so you know. Oh, there is. All right. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll. You can get it for your Fire TV, your Roku, or your Xfinity, your Apple TV, your mm-hmm. LG, your Google TV, any of those. Mm-hmm. Feel free to install the QVC and HSN Plus on your TV for free. The other option, Dan, is that yes. Um, I start. I find out who their head of development is, and I start start bombarding them with Christmas movie ideas. I've got them. They come to me without trying because I'm obsessed with Christmas. So, either it's a thing. So, it, it, if, if it were to happen, it would obviously be loaded with Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour references, and or and or it becomes an official Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour production, which I think would be the ideal. Mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm pretty sure you could get enough time off to shoot this because I'll bet they shot this in three weeks. So we I could probably get you a yeah. week and a half or two weeks off to shoot this. Um, no insult. Haven't seen it yet. I can only see a picture of what I assume are Holly's hands and some hot chocolate in her hands, even though the cup is not steaming. So I can't be sure it's hot. Could and just be Holly and the chocolate. Exactly. So I don't know. Um, and I'm willing to work on whatever they want. And it can be 45 pardon me, 45 and a half to six, 46 minutes long, if that's what they want. Or they want a three-hour epic um, Christmas movie. I'm also willing to do that. Uh, you and I are going to have to develop this together. If it's a Dan and Jay's yeah. Comedy Hour one, I don't know if I it's I think uh, I just saw a scene where a waiter's walking by and uh-huh. totally, I think, looked at the camera. <laughs> at I'm the end of the scene, does somebody say, check, please? If they do, you know it's very good. Well, she's by herself in the restaurant talking okay. to the chef. Okay. Uh, they're all very nervous, so she must be like a food critic. Mm, okay. 
Okay, it's always. I just, we're just I'm gonna. I have no audio going. Uh huh. I'm just. I'm just picking random scenes. Mm-hmm. Seems seems like she likes it. Sure. The all, all the waiters seem relieved. Yeah. And the waiters talking to the chef, and then she's running off. All. Uh oh, Holly's upset now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to join. This is driving me insane. I'm Why pretty sure he this? looked at the camera right there at about nine forty. <laughs> I don't think he meant to. Like, it's all the corner of his eye, but I think he looked at the camera. Uh Uh-huh. I know I've done it. I know I've done it. So I won't. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to have to watch a little bit of. No, I've said it. I've already dedicated it. Okay. That's definitely her mom, and she's upset about something. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. Two guys talking. So these are obviously. uh, Well, I think in this scene. No, this is this guy's silly friend. Okay. Okay. We've got the silly friend. we got the handsome guy with the silly friend. Mm-hmm. And then she's at home talking to her friends. Okay. Um, old people. The okay, best thing about flipping them. through this is everybody in here looks familiar, except I know I've never seen them in anything. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, okay, I so know. She must have, I think she, she's got a daughter. Mm-hmm. Whatever they're talking about, she's kind of either oh. upset or doesn't give crap about. And it's he's a tow truck like... driver. So it looks oh. like so they are from different worlds, Dan. Oh yeah, she's she's a famous food critic. He's a truck, you know, tow truck driver. You know, classic story. Tale as old as time. So where's that other guy that was like a doofy freaking Mike Judge banging <laughs> Stephen Weber? Where, he's at the end. He's literally the last purse face you see in this movie. Uh-huh. The guy who's on the poster of it, it looks like. Is that who we're talking about? Because there's a guy is there a poster? Yeah, the poster for it on IMDb okay, shows some, that guy seemingly. There's a skee-ball competition going on, and it's serious. A serious skee-ball. I mean, they're wearing I ugly sweaters. It's a, this is a, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. They've got, they're doing montage shit. Oh, all right. Oh, serious work. Oh, shit. Yeah, she did it, apparently. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And he's yeah. mad. Oh, and he misses. Who would have thought? He's even oh. got a freaking skee-ball glove on. He's got, okay. All it's right. a bowling glove, but he's okay. using it for his You know what? Ball. Props for whoever wrote okay, that. So the okay, okay, so they are using an electric ski ball machine, but they're mm-hmm. writing the score on a chalkboard. <laughs> Pretty sure it could have done the work. For, okay, she's getting a pep talk from Handsome McHandsome Truck. Sure, sure, driver sure. man. Yep, like it. And their, their friend, man with... And the friend. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The guy she's playing with oh, looks like dun, dun, a guy dun, who dun. wants to be Ryan Johnson. A little bit. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Oh, oh, uh, oh, 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 she got a 50. 50. Oh. That's oh, what Ryan it takes. Johnson's That's all it needed. About she it. won. I'm trying to see. Oh, she hugged him. Oh, awkward. Uh-oh. Are they going to They're gonna kiss right here? That would be weird. No, no, no. This is this is obviously where it sticks. And right then there. friend sticks his goofy fucking face in and ruins the moment. <laughs> hey guys, and now they got... They scooped hot chocolate. Oh, there he is. There. So, okay. So he's oh, so integral he's, to this. He's Cupid slash Santa is who he is. Okay. And he's delivering them love for Christmas is what's he, happening. So he has roofied them both at the same time. So it's not consent, but it, at the very least, it's like they're both in the same. But neither of them are, yeah. Exactly. So, so, it's, so it's fine. So that's this guy's roofing an entire Fast bar. forward a little bit. Let's see uh-huh. what we got going on here. Okay, now sure. we're talking over a counter. Mm-hmm. Something serious. He's upset. Telling some life story thing. Mm-hmm. Or is oh. that his mom? That must be his mom. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
No, they're in her house too. So I don't know what's going on here. Uh, he's making it's her... some sort of fight. The daughter's pissed. He's making her what looks like the perfect grilled cheese. I'm guessing that's that's. They're decorating the face a tree, and now they're fighting over something. Uh oh. He's probably like, I'm Jewish. I don't celebrate <laughs> Christmas. We don't do this in my house. Yeah. So obviously, you got the whole daughter doesn't like the boyfriend thing. Oh, it's a bed and breakfast. Are they all staying at a bed and breakfast? Is that how they meet? <laughs> it's really hard to tell what this is supposed to be. I guess it would help if we could hear the dialogue. I suppose. Well, I'm purposely uh, not listening. Exactly. To same. Okay. Here. Now the yeah. daughter's talking to him again, and I must have made up. And now they're picking up that friend from earlier. Who's? Oh, it's the he's the mayor. He's wearing holding giant scissors. Uh, <laughs> does he walk around with those all the time? <laughs> Just in case he needs I to guess, do it. in case a something's opening. opening. <laughs> emergency opening. Okay, every back. every time this one they're place opens up, they all up, ran he shows back up. like there's an emergency. Okay. Apparently there isn't. No emergency. Wait, what is he? God. Wait, what did he try to cut? He cut something on the truck. <laughs> all right. Okay. Now. So it is a crazy mayor then. All right. That's fun. I'm, okay. I think they were just delivering boxes. Maybe the post office stopped working for some reason, so they delivered it. Oh, uh-huh. and now there's snow, and hot cocoa guy nods his head and says, good job. Okay. So he's definitely, yep, he's Santa. The mayor's he's got- Santa, Santa Cupid. The mayor's got, like, young Gilbert Gottfried vibes going on. I'm so, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm the mayor, and I'm here to cut <laughs> things down with my scissors. <laughs> oh. Wait, what's happening? He touched okay. her clitoris. <laughs> Did I miss a scene? <laughs> Did you not see that? No, no, I didn't see that part. <laughs> it Q-Z. was the, it was, it's a whole sketch. There's uh-huh. a whole sketch. Okay. That says that finally you can listen to Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> the way it was intended to be heard, <laughs> and it's, it's, it, the audio book is by Gilbert Gottfried, and so they just keep intercutting to. <laughs> Like people talking about the book, mm-hmm. and then uh, Gilbert Gottfried reading different what lines this? Was this from. On, where was this? I think it was on Funny or Die. Okay, okay. But that's one of the lines is <laughs> he touched her clitoris, <laughs> <laughs> and like the whole time, like they're cutting to people listening to it, and they're like got this weird look on their face, and then at the end, the one lady goes, "That's hot." <laughs> <laughs> I uh, okay. I'm gonna send you. Uh, uh, this is it's weird to send you a link to somebody's tweet so this is an amazon but but i have to send you a link to this person's tweet because this is how i discovered this amazon Uh, a gentleman named patrick cosmos as he calls himself at very important on twitter said found something truly awesome today an amazon seller trying to pass off a vegetable steamer as a fire pit that is literally (laughs) a vegetable steamer it's amazing and there are photos of a tiny little that's one of the little i have one of those Uh (laughs) uh-huh a nicer one than that sure okay let's take let's go to the thing now it starts off as a clearly photoshopped thing of a vegetable steamer but then if you get a little closer get further into the photos Either they're very well photoshopped again, or somebody has gone to the lengths of actually using this as a fire pit to sell it as one. Now, some of these are definitely photoshopped, but one or two of these. The one at the campfire. Uh Uh-huh. It's much smaller than they Mm -hmm. they, uh, imply in the second picture. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, and definitely that that fourth (laughs) picture is straight up fabrication. Uh Uh-huh. It's massive. 
Like the, the the thing is that fourth picture is legit because it's opened all the way because that's what would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be like half folded up like in those other pictures. <laughs> it's totally seven point three two inches. This is literally just a vegetable steamer, like literally the one that you would buy. I and it costs fourteen dollars. Free delivery though with Prime. I mean, can't can't beat that. Somebody. Are there any reviews? There's Q and A. There's a couple. I think. There are two reviews. At least a description. Let's read the description here real quick. Please, yeah. Product description. Here's the thing about a vegetable steamer becoming a (laughs) fire pit. On a cold day in 2019 winter, my little niece, Jia asked if I could make a fire for her to keep warm. But I knew she wouldn't feel cold in the room and just want to play play with the fire like most of the kids. Playing with the fire is interesting for her. Of of cause, as a good <laughs> uncle who also wants to go outside and make a fire to keep warm and for fun, I won't disappoint my little niece, lol. Professional description so far. Mm-hmm. But we got a problem because our big and heavy fire pit has been placed in the storage room since the end of the 2018 winter. <laughs> and I can't take it out to the backyard alone. However, we just need to set a small fire for warmth. And a small fire pit is enough for us. So please, forget the big fire pit. Just forget about it. Forget about it. You don't Guys, stop bringing it up. Every time I mention this, you're always like, (laughs) use a fire pit. Uh, I took my mother's vegetable steamer, capital V, capital S, from the kitchen to the backyard. If you're a cooking lover or often showed yourself in the kitchen, you may use or met this kind of folding vegetable steamer before. Mm -hmm. After collecting some wood sticks, I made a fire on the small collapsible fire pit in my backyard. Though it is though it is the biggest vegetable steamer in the kitchen with a size of 11 inches when it was fully opened, it is still a small wood fire pit, which is suitable for two to four people. But it is big enough for us. We could also burn charcoal on it. Oh, that's such a bad idea. Where is <laughs> all that charcoal ash going? Finding it a good fire bowl, I usually take it with me when I have lightweight camping, biking, hiking, and other outdoor activity. It is convenient to do so since it is lightweight at 8.5 ounces and a collapsible bowl is designed to make it more portable. Only needs smaller space in my travel backpack. Besides, it forms an inner space when in a bowl shape and I especially like to put some charcoal or wood inside it by this way. I don't need to find wood when we need an emergency burning for heating outdoor. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about my fire pit. Hope you also have this vegetable steamer or portable fire pit with you. Lol. <laughs> So they bought a surplus of them. Is that what happened? They bought a surplus. Ali, probably Alibaba or whatever that is, that, that 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 site you can buy any of those things that usually have rebranded shit on them. Bought like a gross of them. He's not. Here's the thing. He's not. He's not lying. No. No. He's not lying. <laughs> it's not safe. Mm-mm. No, it sounds it's like it's not a idea. safe fire pit because no. the bottom is full of holes. Uh huh. Yep. Which, like, a fire pit will have a grate, right, to sure. let the air underneath. Yeah. That part makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then it has the metal bowl part underneath to catch the already burning ash so you don't mm-hmm. set fire to things. Uh-huh. So, unless you're camping somewhere that's pure dirt, <laughs> I would not recommend this fire pit slash vegetable steamer. And given the sort of thin nature of this metal, which is probably coated, yeah. you do not know what chemicals you're That's burning. That's true, too. I and, guarantee you it's coated. And you may well burn through it with the coal he mentions. It may just burn a hole through it at some point. 
You're going to be breathing in. You're like, going to be breathing in the coating, the chrome yeah. coating on that. Ever put a kettle Unless on the stove and steel. forgotten about it on accident? That smell? Yeah. You're going to be smelling a lot of that. Yeah. Not not fun. Are there any? I, I wish there, there was There are two reviews. I, I get, there's one question, and the only question is, crying face, crying face, crying face, crying face, a vegetable seamer, crying laughing. And then he There answers, is videos for this product. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, we need to look at those. Uh, Here it is in, in use. <laughs> I, I mean, he went out of his okay, way. Okay. Well, to be fair, it looks uh-huh. like he's using a gas can to hold water. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. That's loud. This is a very loud video. Uh, uh-huh. I okay. don't have the audio going. He's heating a little bit of fire or a bit of wood on the fire. Uh-huh. Made himself some tea. Okay. He blurred something out because it's from somebody else's video. Okay. Oh, it totally oh. is. <laughs> I'm so confused. My guess is he saw that somebody do this on YouTube and was and stole their video and then was like, hey. And had enough funds to just get a surplus of uh-huh. these to keep in stock. <laughs> Cause you can you can pay Amazon to store your shit. Mm-hmm. Like you can theoretically, if you can sell that for more than what it costs to buy in store, you could yeah. literally never touch or see the product and make a profit off. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Using Alibaba and and Amazon. Oh man, uh, there are two reviews, four stars. I've really missed the full potential of this product. <laughs> yeah. I purchased this in the past, but man, I wish I had known what this vegetable steamer was really capable of. YL, YL, veggie, vegetable steamer basket, folding, steaming basket, metal stainless steel steamer basket, insert collapsible steamer baskets for cooking food, expandable fit, various size (laughs) pot. They wrote this in the the review, by the way. Clearly written by... (laughs) The person Uh, gave it three stars saying, FYI, this is the same size as the vegetable steamer you would find in your kitchen. Actually, it is the vegetable steamer that you would have in your kitchen. Does a vegetable steamer make a good fire pit? That depends on how big you want your fire. Most people like a fire bigger than your typical vegetable <laughs> steamer. Oh, boy. I mean, that is one. Of, I'm, I'm very appreciative of, of at very important who tweeted that because. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and but frankly, like, I can't. I can be confused by this. Mm-hmm. I can't be mad at this because yes. he wasn't trying to pass it off as something it isn't. No. He's trying to <laughs> pass it off. As a bonus functionality. Yes, which, which, to be fair, really doesn't exist, but boy, yeah, yeah. But you sure can try. <laughs> I'm looking, man, I, I had to go back very quickly, quick, quickly, or quickly. Very quickly. Quack, 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 quack. To see if there's, I don't see any names that I recognize. I think they're probably all Canadian in this movie. Just to go back to Hannah and the Hot Chocolate. Holly and the yes, Hot yes. Chocolate. Yes, Holly and the Hot Chocolate. It, Played Holly. by Hannah. Just occurred to me that it's Holly because it's Christmas. Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, oh, filmed on location in the borough of Media, Pennsylvania. Then what's the Canadian part that I saw listed earlier? I absolutely. Oh, okay. Saw... So that's why that's why Hannah's in it because um, that, was, uh, that, that means those are all probably just local oh my God. Pennsylvania actors. You know what's interesting? I saw a trailer. Speaking of local movies, there was an action movie, a a, 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 a like a disaster movie comedy. Directed by um, the dumb dumb who made that uh, the Oneonta kid who made uh, Loose Change, the okay, notorious yeah. piece of crap 9/11 documentary. But he made using 
whatever Oneonta actors he could get. There's one guy who is from Oneonta, like legit from Oneonta and has had something of a career and he got him for it. No surprise. Cause they all shot. It. It's like, I, it would, part of me wants to watch it, but doesn't want to pay for it. Cause I don't want to support the loose change guy, but it, it is clearly filled with like in jokes for Oneonta people. So it's like in jokes oh, for no. a few thousand. Yeah. Like, and it's all shot there. So all the locations will be familiar. I'm mm-hmm. I all do I put money on there being a George Hamway reference? I feel like that is. They would sort have of, to be right if you're doing that. I feel like that kind of has to be in there somewhere. Um, so I, anybody who doesn't know George Hamway was a uh, unhoused gentleman in Oneonta, possible actual pervert. Uh, the, the, not he sure. Was, he was actually, from my understanding, he was actually very well off. Uh, yeah, that's Just... also what I remember hearing. I, and I, but who knows? Like that's you know that's how urban legends happen they they just they have you ever tried just googling him maybe once but i I didn't get very far there's a lot of like facebook hey guys remember george hamway like do we even know if that was the man's name (laughs) because like we don't know um yeah there's a flicker in memory of george hamway uh he was a character an eccentric uh he was a gentleman who used to I don't remember the things he would say, but like supposedly would wave at the young ladies and I don't know, say perverted things. I mean, this is a, this is a great photo. This person took a very good photo of George Hamway. The very least he has a truck. He had a truck in this photo. So yes, throwing kisses to females of all ages, as she puts it. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I do not know. I could not tell you. Oh, there's. I feel like someone would want to put information up to, like, clear his name or something. At least. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they're eccentrics. Yeah, we had an eccentric. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blowing kisses to the ladies. If he was eccentric, that means he had money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. Yeah, because <laughs> if you don't have money, you're crazy. But if you've got money, we get to call you an eccentric. It's exactly. usually usually how it goes. Uh, boy, oh boy. If you, there are many different things that show up for George Hamway. I don't know if any of them are uh, our, I hasten to call them mine, but the Oneana George Hamway, hard to say. I'm going to have to maybe do a little bit, little bit of digging. Uh, does it, eh, no, I don't know. There, there are a few other George Hamways out there, so it's not giving me a whole lot of whole lot of answers. I remember seeing a post about him on Facebook a few years ago because I guess he might have died. He was pretty old, um, so he may be dead by now. But that I don't, I don't. He, I don't he, know. he passed away before I moved away. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's because you killed him, though, right? Mm. Okay. Dan's nodding his head. Apparently, someone said that their Eggman, when they mm-hmm. were growing up, was mm-hmm. George Hamley. A, a man who delivered eggs, or mm-hmm. yep. Okay. Sort of like because uh, they used to do eggs the same way they did milk. Was he also the walrus? Is the next question I have. Goo 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 jib. Thank you. Uh, Dan, what would you like to promote this week? What do you want to tell the people about? Uh, feel free to watch my stream mm-hmm. at twitch.tv slash Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be a new episode of Fitful of Fistful of Dice out on the OD&D podcast by the time this comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so check that out at odndpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Find all my stuff at linktr.ee slash DGOMI, my link tree. Mm -hmm. Um, In case Twitter dies, I'm going to have to figure out where to go. Mm -hmm. 
Um, every everyone's going like seven directions off of yep. Twitter and the D and D and TTRPG and everything space. So um, that would be the one place that I can guarantee you be able to find some sort of information on me or our podcast. I'd mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, go to linktr.ee forward slash Jason Klom. I need to put it up there, but I did join Hive. If Twitter falls apart, that's where I went. Mastodon, I can't figure out for the life of me. And you know, so I dive. I, so yeah, I there's, I've, there's D&D people who went to Hive. There's D&D people yeah. who went to Mastodon. There's D&D people going to some other weird thing. I yeah, there's another one I think called Post, but like it's invite only or some shit. I don't know enough about it. I believe it's too complicated. Hive is the one that seems closest to Twitter with uh, less of the hassle and creeps. Mm. So that's the one I joined for now. Or I may just say fuck them all because I don't need them. <laughs> It's not like I have a lot of followers online. I think I'm okay. But, you know, uh, you can check all that stuff out. Um, All my big projects are coming out next year. Uh, Although, eh, maybe maybe there's something else possibly that could come down the pike sooner than that. I don't know yet. But we'll keep you up to date here. Check all that stuff out. I feel like I had something else that I wanted to say and promote. But I don't know. Dan, what do you want to leave the people with this week, sir? Um, If you're going to have a movie about Mm -hmm. hot chocolate... Mm -hmm. Make the chocolate look hot. Yeah, that's a very good point. And I'm going to say Stephen Weber and Mike Judge, I fully support. I ship you. I ship Stephen Weber and Mike Judge. There it is. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. The Silver Jubilee theme song was composed and performed by Nick Robes with lyrics by Jason Klom. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at our phone number, 747-248-6687. That's R-I-P-2-Humor with a U. Subscribe to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find us. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DJC Hour and Instagram at Dan and Jay Comedy. Or find everything in one place at danandjay.com. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Goodbye, Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah!